0: welcome to the wicked ones podcast this is jen and this is tara and we're back yeah we
1: are what's uh, going on not a whole lot um we had a fun weekend we did we had our we did we got fancy we got fancy got some lashes i'm proud of yeah. us for uh putting some lashes on for the wedding so
0: fun gia if you're listening from sephora you were amazing and Good luck with your kiddo and his yeah. surgery. She was the sweetest. She was so she, she was, was so, so good to us.
1: Yes. No, we were so confused. I appreciated yeah. all of her help. It was a fun night. Um, <laughs> super fun. Tara even got uh actually, I guess she could have had another date. I don't know. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. I was very taken aback. I just didn't. It was just, it was unexpected.
1: Yeah. So we were standing in the hallway. We, for the, the venue was amazing. I mean, it was oh, just it was gorgeous. beautiful. It was gorgeous. And we're standing in like this brick stone hallway by the bathroom. And I had my cookies to go because <laughs> that's the person that I am. <laughs> and I had them stacked on top of each other, of course. And I saw this guy coming across. From so far away, I don't know, it's like a slow motion movie, you guys. And I could see he had his eyes on Tara. And um, my mouth was open, I'm sure. Like, I watched him walk past me and, like, start talking to Tara. And she was so
0: confused. I don't think I said anything for a good 15 seconds. I was like, wait, huh? What? Yeah, Me? I was looking behind me, there's just a wall. I'm like, oh, oh.
1: So this guy asked her to dance. No, wait, what did he say?
0: I think he said something like are you dancing with anyone something along those lines yeah. it's kind of are like are you planning question.
1: to dance yeah
0: maybe something and like you're like
1: maybe oh because we were kind of dancing so they're playing the violin times, and we okay. we're kind of like singing and dancing while we were standing there waiting for the guys mm-hmm. in the bathroom mm-hmm. and yeah so and then he was like are you planning to dance and then are you dancing with anyone and Tara was still looking around confused <laughs> and she's like yeah uh my husband and then he would, he said like
0: he was like. well, do you think he would mind if you danced with somebody else? And <laughs> yeah. I was even more confused. Uh, and I and I think I said probably. Yeah. And then he just said, "If
1: he didn't mind, if he doesn't mind, save a dance for me." And I was like, "Oh, he's <laughs> gonna die. We have to leave now."
0: He walked out the door. It was actually
1: so smooth. It, was, it i mean it probably doesn't sound very put together on the it podcast doesn't, right I'm now sure, we're but it trying was to very remember. very smooth and casual it was so i mean we haven't been a part of anyone being hit on <laughs> dance in at least 5 years we never leave the house and with covid we don't yeah i don't
0: it's i don't know long. but
1: i just stood there with my mouth open the whole time like i can't believe this is happening you need to leave right now before her husband comes out of the bathroom to the point where i even dropped my cookies <laughs> <laughs> you
0: did drop your cookies dropped my cookies. We had to pick them I am up. not you were very flustered.
1: I was so flustered and I was like, we have to leave. <laughs> Billy's coming. Steve's clueless. He's just dancing and drinking. He has no idea what's going on. I'm <laughs> like,
0: everywhere. We walk out of the bathroom. I'm like, we gotta go. Like, no time to even put your drink down. <laughs> just bring it along. Just take it with you. It's like it's a truck drink now. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. They were all confused. Cookies everywhere. Oh my gosh. I am not. <laughs> I'm I just I'm not a good, uh, I don't know. That was very, I was not very helpful.
0: You didn't even warn me.
1: I didn't warn you. I watched the entire thing happen. I smiled and laughed the entire time. <laughs> I was not a supportive friend.
0: Oh, it was very flattering, though. And it was super sweet, honestly. It really was. Yeah, I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't a bad-looking guy. He wasn't. He really My single doesn't self listen to this. <laughs> in college would have been on the dance floor. For yeah, sure. he
1: was a little younger yeah. than us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you You looked at me, you go, you don't need mean- That was the first thing you said to me and I just started laughing. (laughs) These are the things we think about now that we're 40. Oh.
1: Anyways. um, So that was the highlight of our COVID experience in the past two years. is (laughs) Terry getting hit on
0: at the wedding. Hey, I haven't been out of sweatpants in a really long time. I'm sure most of you guys can relate. So
1: yeah. Well, and you were like super self-conscious. Is this the right dress? Is this? And I'm like, you look gorgeous. And you didn't believe me, but then luckily that stranger came to the rescue and let you know.
0: It's been an interesting week. Let's just say Billy has been extra sweet. He really has. so upset. I shouldn't have told him, but I had to. (laughs) Oh, it's actually been kind of nice around the house. Like, everything's (laughs) been, he's been doing, like, extra, extra everything. Oh, good.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad it helped out. So congratulations to the next. You threw one hell of a while Oh my gosh. So much there fun. was pianos, you guys. Pianos, oh it was doing like a dueling piano.
0: piano. Dueling pianos. It, it was... reminded me back in the day in St. Louis, we used to go to Howl at the Moon. Oh yeah, we used to go so fun. in the city. They did good. They were really, really good. It was they fun. knew all the songs. Everybody was just having a great time. The photo booth was fun too. Yeah.
1: We had a good I mean, there was yeah. nothing bad about that experience. It was great. the food, it was the cookies, the desserts, holy cow, her Family does all the baking. It was incredible.
0: Yeah. but Hence anyways. the cookies to go. <laughs> <laughs> we took a lot of cookies home. We did. <laughs> okay. So let's get spooky. I, okay. So my original story that I did some research on and I spent you know, a couple hours on it and I was super disappointed to find out that it was debunked. Oh, you were so, you were so I happy know. you sent me the text the other morning. I did. I was like, I finally found my story. Cause you guys. This week, this whole season has been tough. Like we want to bring you good stories and we're just not happy with the ones that are told a ton or that everybody, you know, just we're trying to be original and bring some things that maybe are a little more rare that most people haven't heard of. That's tough to do. There's a lot out there, you guys. It's it's hard. It is. I was going to tell you about the Conglier Manor. Have you heard? I've never heard of that, that one. Okay. So I had an ether. And in all of my like haunted house searching and everything, it hadn't popped up. So I was like, what are you talking about? This is supposedly, it's in Pittsburgh and it was supposedly America's most haunted house. And I'm thinking, how come I didn't find this in my research this past like three weeks? I, I mean, obviously I was looking at real true things and I think that maybe that's why, because recently or i don't know how recently it was actually debunked they looked back through records and they were able to verify that the people that were supposedly supposed to have resided in the house and they they never actually lived there so So it was like
1: based off of a family that haunted it like legend
0: and folklore it's but it has so many layers to it which is so fun which is why i was going to tell you about it and guess I can just tell you guys about it. It'd be be a good campfire story. And I don't have any, I mean, I'm literally, I have no notes on this because I wasn't going to tell you. It's not, it's just a prelude to my other story, but let me see what I could remember. So this Congolier Manor supposedly was built, uh, in the early 1800s, uh, by Charles Congolier and he made his money after, during and after the civil war. Uh, some say he was like a carpet bagger, and, you know, he just wasn't a very honest guy. He kind of made his, his money through doing, through different dealings with, I remember like ammunition and just some other things, but just the way he went about it, you know, probably not the most stand up guy. So he builds this mansion and he and his wife, Lida or Lida, however you want to say it, it was L-Y-D-A. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like Lydia. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of liked Lida mm-hmm. and, uh, they're made, uh, Essie. So they move into this this manor it's this huge you know gorgeous home they have everything they could ever need and one day Lida is you know looking through the house for her husband and she comes upon the bedroom door and i
1: see him
0: oh yeah Yeah. they're kind of they're they're getting freaky in the bedroom and she's hearing all of this and it throws her over the edge so she goes down and she gets you know knives and the cleavers and whatever else they said you know in the
1: we all know that threesome thing living together is not going to work out. It never works out no, in every a, single it's story. It's a terrible idea.
0: It's not a good. Don't mm-hmm. do it. No. Mm-hmm. And the nannies, oh no! Apparently, it doesn't even matter who you are. Look at Quinn.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Her husband oh. couldn't couldn't keep yeah, himself know. off the nanny, and she's amazing. Yeah,
1: I just it just doesn't work out.
0: So she supposedly comes in while they're in the middle of their
1: little escapade. Their
0: little escapade and. She slices her throat and she ends up decapitating her. She stabs her husband, and it's like it's a whole horror of ma- you can imagine. imagine yeah, you can imagine. So, a couple days, nobody's heard from this family, and a friend stops by and finds her in her rocking chair, rocking with the head, singing them a lullaby. And so that's a, I mean,
1: not to be morbid, but that's a fun story. That
0: is a fun story for like a campfire, especially yeah. cause now, you know, it's not even yeah. real. Right. So it's like even more, cause like if that was real, whoo, shit's oh, fucked totally up.
1: Totally telling this to Stella. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> um, and so then people would say that they could hear the rocking chair and like the lullaby as they would walk by the house and oh, it's just perfect for Halloween. Super creepy. But when I said there was layers to this, so then after this whole thing, Apparently, supposedly the railroad purchased it and they used the housing for immigrant workers. They turned it into like apartments and they would get super freaked out because they would hear things at night. It would keep them up. I mean, think about it. These, these workers are, they're working their ass off all day long. They shouldn't have trouble sleeping at mm. night. They, they should Just be ready for out bed. exactly. And they couldn't sleep. They were hearing things in the walls. This is, this is the story goes. And then they got upset because they kept seeing their foreman in the hallways and, you know, why is this guy checking on us? We don't need this guy, like, at our job site and at the house all the time. Well, this guy was like, I'm, what are you talking about? I've never even been there. So who are they seeing, right? So this is, like, how the story... And so then they decide they're done with the house, too. They all move out. It's too creepy. It's too whatever. They're not sleeping well. The house goes back on the market and it was supposedly bought up by this doctor from he he comes to america his name is dr brunrichter it's german doctor he's sort of a recluse and he doesn't ever socialize and he's you know but he has guests come by every once in a while so people start you know hearing things and and seeing odd things and then one day there's like kind of this i don't know if it was like an explosion instead of an explosion of light and a woman scream so they go to the house and they find a decapitated body you know missing its head and they do more um, you know, research throughout the house. They kind of check it out, and in the basement is sort of like a lab where he had five heads of other women that he was trying to keep alive and like reanimate or whatever, just doing experiments on these. Oh wow! On these women. Everybody um, loves heads in this house. I mean, this right? It's a lot of decapitating, yeah. a lot. Um. So anyway, so then this guy apparently leaves. He's never found. Um, you know, they, uh, 20 some years later, this guy is kind of, this drunk is wandering around. He's in the streets. He admits to being this doctor that, that, you know, left this house and tells the police where the bodies are, but they go check and they can't find the bodies. So of course he's not detained. Um, they just let him go. They say he's harmless. They never actually did find the real doctor probably because he didn't exist, but uh, I mean, obviously, and then there's, I mean, it's, it's a fun tail i mean this is a yarn and a half like this i want to see a picture of this house yeah you know so it's interesting because if the house never did it never really exist no so it didn't exist in the way that they said that it existed i looked it up and it was actually like a small apartment like i think it was only like 20 20 some feet wide and like tall you know it was like one of those like mm. tall apartment because it's in an area where they had to build a lot of different housing yeah so it didn't even really look it wasn't this huge so it's like a city Building, yeah it was kind of like that um and it, it wasn't owned by Congoliers it was owned by if I can see if I can remember the name it was like conciliers. and so maybe that's why they did this maybe maybe people couldn't pronounce it right because it was probably French I'm probably even mispronouncing it. It's cool. I mean, they talk about mediums going in and seeing and you know getting like this feel of spirits and that they could follow you home and then there was like even talk of Thomas Edison visiting in the 20s and that he was interested in the house because he had built an invention where he was trying to communicate with the dead. I would be interested to find out if that's an actual if that's a real fact. Real fact about Edison? They can't corroborate that he'd ever even been to the area obviously because of all the other things that were debunked. But anyway, super fun. I mean, the house even has more layers than that. And then in the end, there was this big explosion, apparently, from this gas tank and killed a bunch of people and, like, cratered out the whole area. So the house is just gone. Very convenient. Oh, wow. And now today it's a parking lot. And then looking back at some of the things that were debunked, it was interesting because I'll show you later the pictures shows like a map of the area. It's actually not too far from where the Pittsburgh Steelers play, hmm. so it's like right over there in that area. And it was so it was really interesting. I just it has a lot of facets. So if you want to spook people at the you know when you're camping or at a Halloween party and you you're trying to think of a good ghost story to tell, this would be good. This would be a good one to kind of just yeah, throw, that's a
1: fun I to mean, kind
0: of throw in there,
1: you know. I agree. But
0: yeah, but the real house apparently was owned by you know this conciliaire family, and um, there was a, supposedly a lot of bootlegging and and mobster activity going on, and they think maybe that's why there was probably a lot of like death and shady business going on in that area anyway, and so it just turned into all of these urban legend stories. So anyway, so that was the that was the house that I was gonna be real serious about and I get into and then when, I was like shit oh. it's not real. So that's disappointing. I oh. hate when things are debunked. I know, but it's still I still enjoyed hearing about it. Well, I hope so. Um on to the real story today that has not been debunked, and thank goodness this one is is really interesting. Um have you heard of the bridge in Scotland? Known as the Bridge of Death or Dog Suicide Bridge. Mm-mm. This is crazy. They say that an alarming number of dogs have jumped off the Overton Bridge in Dumbarton, Scotland. Always in the same spot on the bridge and on a clear sunny day, which I guess is really rare in this part of uh, this western side of Scotland. It sounds kind of depressing, like Seattle over there. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like not, gloomy all the time. Yeah, yeah, kind of gloomy all the time. So on a sunny day... Apparently this is I don't know all the all of the wrong stars align and these dog dogs just wanna jump over the bridge and off themselves. That, that is man. it's, crazy. Really it's bizarre. crazy. It's really bizarre. The locals there think they're super they're very superstitious. Most of them like wholeheartedly believe that something paranormal is behind it all. And here, look, I have a picture. Okay, so you're looking at this bridge. There's all this green area around. Here's the bridge. Do you see this area here where there's like it's kind of a square cut out, yeah. So that you can kind of lean over and take a, you know, take everything in. That's where the dogs jump. So when I was picturing this bridge at first, before I looked at the pictures, I was thinking that there was maybe like, it was like a flat bridge, and there was like maybe an area that was, you know, rails, but an area where a dog could jump through and get to the bottom. Okay, they're no, actually jumping off. They're of actually it. jumping over a wall off the bridge. So it's probably waist high.
1: What is this bridge over?
0: It's over water and and rocks below. Okay. So it's about fifty feet. Actually, I say that later. Sorry, but I'm no, always no, okay. doing that to you. I'm like, wait, what, what, what? <laughs> that's okay. Like I said, it's like two to three, two to three feet high. And there's these reports of these strange, like they call them doggy suicides. It started in the 1960s, uh, at least in most articles. Wikipedia actually said 1950s. Whatever, I just, I always try to note where I can, the discrepancies. But if you research it, there's an article by the New York Times that estimates that about 300 dogs have jumped off the bridge. But if you go by the local papers over in Scotland, that number climbs to nearly 600. Uh, The ravine below the bridge is approximately 15 meters long, and it's about a 50-foot drop to the jagged rocks below. So that's, I wanted to make sure that you had that in your head too. 50 feet, that's 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 pretty tall. I mean, it is significant. So they say that 50 dogs have died, but most of the others were just severely injured. I mean, as you can imagine, they're like, a couple of them were saying that their dogs survived, but were traumatized by the event. Here's another picture, too, of the walkway. So it's it's like, um, okay, see? So you can kind of picture this area, and it's green. So I, from this angle, I mean, you can't really see that it drops. So back in, I'll tell you a little bit more about the the, the history behind the bridge. The entire property is known as Overton Farm. And back in 1859, a man named James White, it was a retired lawyer, he bought the property when he went into the business of chemical manufacturing with his dad and his uncle. Uh, A few years later, he built Overton House on the land. And in the late 1800s, his son... John White hired a landscaper to design the bridge. It's beautiful. It's like an ornate bridge. There's, like I said, in the pictures, you can see the lush greenery surrounding it. It's picturesque. I mean, it's beautiful. I can see why a lot of people would like to go there and walk it. So it's public property? Mm-hmm. It, it seems to be because a lot of people walk walk over there. So I can't imagine that they wouldn't go if they weren't allowed to go. Yeah. I'm not really sure. It's, it's crazy because, like, in one of the interviews, and I'll talk about it a little bit later that I saw on YouTube, uh, a girl goes in and she interviews the the people that have owned the house for about the last 17 years, just to ask them about paranormal activity and that. And I just remember looking around their house, they had, they were in this one room, they had a bunch of different tables, almost like you could go in there and eat. So I don't know if they just set their house up like that for people to like come hang out, but it kind of almost reminded me of like a bed and breakfast. Gotcha. But it didn't say that in, the, in any of the articles, so I can't say that for sure. But that's kind of what it looked like to me. It kind of makes me the so the bridge like I said it's super ornate it was made to be an extension of the driveway. So it kind of reminds me of this cool old house I was telling you about that my aunt and I went to when we, just down the road yeah, to Yeah, you have Charles. to drive
1: over the bridge to get to that Yes, house.
0: I was so claustrophobic, I almost left our stuff there. I was like, forget it, I can't do it. Like, I thought that I was going to hit the sides of the bridge. I can't imagine having to drive over that every day, but it was
1: beautiful. Well, because cars probably when I was built were way smaller. Oh now God. we drive like these right? behemoth cars. I'm trying
0: to get through with my Tahoe, and I'm like, uh, am I going to hit? Am I going to hit? I just, I felt like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, it was, it was horrible. I don't think I could do that every day. Other people probably don't have... I'm sure Billy would drive his big truck across that thing and not even think twice. I feel like the guys have such a better sense of... It's ridiculous. Right? When they're driving. Steve drives
1: his truck in the city, and I don't even know how. And, like, no. parking garages no. and stuff. Um. T-
0: even yeah. going down the streets in the city, cars—the way that cars are parked down there—like yeah. you can barely squeeze through. Well, they're like
1: double parked. I mean, there's people parked yeah. everywhere. I know.
0: It's insane. I, I went can't down do there for it. volleyball once. I it went to play anxiety. Uh, at North Beach, and I had to drive Billy's old truck, which was just as big. And I, I remember there's driving down the road, it. and I was like, "Oh my god, here we go!" I really thought I was going to hit something. I just, I just kind of half closed my eyes and drove down the street oh, yeah. trying to find a parking oh, spot. Yeah. No, I did. Horrible. I had to
1: go downtown to pick up a race packet. For a run. Who was with me? I can't remember. And I had my Tahoe and there's people double parked on both sides. It was like rush hour on a Friday night. And I did the same thing. I just closed my eyes and like hoped I made it through because get me through here. There was there was nowhere to park. I no. That's when I was like, I wish I had a bike or a moped or (laughs) a little
0: tiny Kia. Then you get it, right? You're like, oh, this This is is why people people do that. They don't live
1: in the suburbs with big huge behemoth cars. (sighs)
0: Yeah, they don't drive soccer teams around, apparently. No. <laughs> I think mean, kids don't even play soccer, but... Why did I say soccer? I have <laughs> Baseball. Volleyball. Yeah, soccer mom. <sighs> Where was I? <laughs> so, anyway, the Overton Bridge was finished in 1895. People love to walk here because it's, like I said, it's gorgeous. People... I guess it's a popular destination. Uh, people like to walk their dogs whenever possible there. And I mean, you, I get that because whenever I, I'm going to go for a significant walk at any time, I always try to take the dog because it's good for him too. So I can see that if you're a dog lover, if you have one, you're going to bring it with you when you go. And there's just a lot of reports of these dog incidents. So people say their dogs just appear to become possessed almost in a frenzy-like state and they run toward this particular area of the bridge and they just jump off. Before you can do anything, it happens so fast and then they obviously fall to the to the jagged rocks below which is terrifying can't even imagine watching your dog just jump off a bridge
1: no good god why well, are they not on leashes i know that ruin's like
0: no it doesn't ruin it I actually put that in here in in one area too because like, all the people are up they, here like
1: yeah well yeah i guess it kind of depends we've been but having normally... issues so
0: we're a little bit ptsd on the leashes but yeah. i
1: feel like on a bridge like it's not even like an open area i don't know
0: yeah but it's not it's just not open like you would imagine most bridges would be though right like it's built up i mean you wouldn't think it would be a problem nobody's gonna just fall off of it i mean you literally have to jump over the wall to get it off the bridge which yeah. is just even more bizarre to me i think that the dogs are going over when they're jumping over this i don't know yeah they're not just like
1: running off the side of it they're no like
0: jumping it's off not like an bridge. accident. Witnesses have even have even reported dogs climbing up the wall to the bridge before leaping off, which really freaks me out because I could see maybe explaining away some things, but to like have a dog note that this is a bridge and climb up the wall and then proceed to jump. Mm -hmm. And then there have been reports of some dogs surviving their first attempt only to crawl back up the bridge and try again. Wouldn't you stop your dog? I mean, you would think so. Yeah. You, I, I don't know. But that's what people were saying. Unless unless the owners aren't around. Yeah. And their people it's are witnessing on this or... and they're like, yeah, straight dog. I don't know. So the sheer number of these happenings worried the locals so much that they asked the Scottish Society for the prevention of cruelty to animals to investigate. And they did. But they don't have any answers either. They're completely baffled by the phenomenon. Like, what the hell do you think it could be? Before I tell you some of the things that I have written down of, like, possibility is what do you think
1: I have nothing I have nothing
0: it's crazy right Mm -hmm. oh my gosh it's so I'll tell you right now there's no way in hell I would chance walking my dog anywhere near this bridge like the thought of this just insane so I don't know but if it were to be explained by something other than paranormal this These are a couple of the things that I saw. So some people suggested maybe there's, like, supersonic noise that calls to the dogs that maybe we can't hear or I don't. Or the sound of brushing water below. Like, dogs do love water. But do they love it that much? Like, I can't even get my dog in the bathtub. No. He's not going to be jumping off a bridge to go in the river. Like, they're
1: not stupid.
0: Right. Dogs aren't stupid. That's why, I don't know, some of these I just don't buy. Other people say maybe it's an optical illusion created with all the greenery around, like throwing off their perspective, which scientists say that they don't have the same perspective that we do, basically because we're, I mean, obviously, because we stand taller, they're shorter, so maybe they think, oh, if I just jump over that, I'm going to be on the grass or, I don't know, maybe maybe that one kind of sounds, but then why does this not happen on other bridges? You don't hear about this happening anywhere else. So keep that in mind. I just keep thinking about how careful Tucker is when he gets out of the car or off the bed. Like, he's he's like, oh, it's like a foot down. And he's like, oh. He's like, Ava. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it. And I'm like, come on, buddy. You can do it. Like, it's only a couple inches. I, you know? And so, I don't know. Right? I mean, I can't relate. Canyon's scared of everything, <laughs> including his own shadow. Like, <laughs>
1: yes. He lives in paranoia. So he totally
0: does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I don't think I noted this in here, but they did say... A lot, most of the dogs that jump off the bridge are dogs with, like, the longer snouts, the ones that have, like, a little bit more smelling power, I guess, to be... Yeah. We always talk about how Canyon has, like, that short, squished nose. can And Tucker anything. has, like, the lab nose. So that's what they were saying. It's, like, dogs with a greater sense of smell seem to be the ones that are jumping.
1: That's why
0: some people think it's... There's, like, a scent there. They think that there's a compelling scent that maybe they can't resist, that, like, minks are marking the area. So they... They get a whiff of it, and then they just go crazy and jump over and not realize that there's nothing there. I don't know if I'm going to believe that one either. No, but I, so far I'm
1: not convinced of anything.
0: Right, right. Well, well, and then there's another theory that I don't put much stack in is that they, they're, some people think that it's just dog murders, that people just don't want their dogs anymore, so they toss them over the side. But I refuse to believe that there are that many evil people in the world, and... If so, then apparently they're all in Scotland. Because I I mean, I would
1: hate to think that there's like a a murder bridge for dogs. Like, and anything's possible. But there's an easier way.
0: There is an easier way.
1: (laughs) No, you can just
0: give. You know, know,
1: there's got to be. I mean, I don't. I've never been to Scotland, so I don't know. Maybe it's different there. But I just feel like there's a lot easier way than throwing your dog. I'm sure there's shelters and
0: different things there too that you can just. Of course, there is. I would think think. if they
1: have an animal society that's investigating mm-hmm. this i would think that there's a large value
0: yeah you would pets. think right they i'm gonna assume it sounds like it um another thought by a self-proclaimed dog whisperer Ooh. is that maybe they hear a whistling sound that's created from the hole between the stones <laughs> this jen wait jen this lady i was watching this youtube video <laughs> Right down I her would love name. It, right. Oh my god. She was actually telling us what her love was thinking and saying to her. She was like Dr. Doolittle with her dog oh my on god. the bridge. You know these people
1: drive me freaking bonkers. When you talk to Tucker, <laughs> it drives me bonkers. I'm like, he doesn't fucking understand me. Okay, but I
0: know that he doesn't understand me. And I'm not telling you that I understand my dog. I like, know, hey, but Tucker, you know, I can hi. only imagine watching this. I have to watch it now. Just you should watch it. <laughs> because the interviewer, she's like, Well, what does the dog think? And I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, is she serious? And and you know, the lady is like, oh well, he says that they they love water and maybe it's the, you oh know, my the sound of the rushing water below. And well, is he scared? Does he feel anything? Because the dog's just like standing there, like <laughs> can like whatever. When do I get my biscuit? <laughs> she's like, she's like, no. And she's totally serious. And then the and I was oh. just waiting for the the lady that was asking the questions to crack to so, like, yeah, lose it. Cause... Like or just looking at the camera, like. What is dog's up with this lady? <laughs> so what does your dog have? Oh my
1: gosh. So, Could you imagine being pissed though? You're like, okay, you're going out to interview this lady and her
0: dog. <laughs> and her dog. <laughs> this has gotta be serious. Jesus, can't they send me on a real assignment? <laughs> um The people over in Dumbarton, though, as I mentioned, are very superstitious. Most of them will tell you that they've seen or felt ghosts and spirits in the area, and they believe that it's possibly the White Lady of Overton. She is said to be the grieving widow of John. She loved dogs and used to walk the bridge often, and some people believe that she compels the dogs to jump to their deaths. Which, to me, doesn't make any sense either, because... Didn't they just say she was like nice yeah that's what i said i was why like well, why would a who loves dogs try to kill them like i'm not an expert on ghosts at all but no but that, that doesn't fit
1: seems very malicious for the it for the does. dog lover
0: i'm like damn i love dogs and going on walks too and i hope when i'm no longer here people aren't saying that my spirit is like coaxing dogs to their death because i want to hang out with them oh, she's she wants all,
1: the dogs. She all wants the dogs all the dogs <laughs> come to me
0: it's like she probably hanging out with her own ghost dog right like leave the poor lady alone let her rest in peace oh here's another picture from like the perspective of holy shit that's high right it's pretty terrifying like like it is i can't even imagine falling off of that so yeah it just looks creepy we'll post some pictures i mean of course yeah so this girl on the youtube video that i watched she cut she's a youtuber she calls herself mystery girl at least that's what was in the title. Um, she sounds like she resides in Scotland herself with her accent. She even talked to the people that own the Overton house. As I mentioned, they said that, you know, they've been there about 17 years. They haven't seen anything paranormal or haunted and they don't believe that's what's happening on the bridge. The guy even said that there was a prank pulled one time where people put sheets on a pulley and pulled it across the bridge. So people thought like a white lady was walking. So he's like, there's, there's nothing. And (laughs) I have to laugh. Fill up a little, because oh no, along with the guy. dog lady, uh, they there's no paranormal haunting activity, but they've seen angels. It's no big deal.
1: But <laughs> totally normal,
0: totally normal. Apparently, <laughs> they're like walking through the house. They're like, no, no haunting, no paranormal. But oh, we did see angels in this one room over here, and the lady was like, oh, tell me about it. <laughs> so, I mean, I just wish I could have been there with her, because I probably would have been dying this whole time. Like, what the The hell is wrong with these people? Um, Not that there's anything wrong with those people. Whatever. I get it. But they go into this room, and she's like, yeah, we saw him. It was right over there. He's about eight, nine foot tall. Angel. Glowing. Said something. I I don't know. Totally normal. Yeah. But it's not haunted. There's no paranormal anything. Like, it's totally fine here. Just angels every once in a while. Well, at least... Good angels. (laughs) Yes, but I was like, (laughs) okay. It's just interesting, right? Because the people in the town seem to think that these types of sightings, they're not unique. Like everyone has a story and that's why they believe. Maybe the area is just a hotbed for the paranormal, like in Ghostbusters. It could be. I was actually just thinking about the Ghostbusters. Were you? So, you know what I was thinking? Zool. She was a chick and she wore like white bubbles. She could be the lady in white. She liked dogs. Good point. Right? This is all based off of I Ghostbusters. Love Ghostbusters. I so that So we could just go with that. We it just watched cool. the original the other she night. She was trying to get all the dogs to jump to create one big demon dog. Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm, I'm convinced. That's I, a cool You know and I'm what I'm just going to say go so
1: far? I think that's the most believable theory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Um, Add that one. Okay, so I'm totally making light of this story because I have to tell you about something that's not mm-hmm. so light and fluffy and makes me really sad to think about it. It's kind of one of those, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Uh, the story that I have to tell you next is connected to that very same spot on the bridge. So as we talked about it, like the dogs always go over that one spot. It's always on a nice sunny day. Back in 1994, mm. 32-year-old Kevin Moy and his wife were taking a stroll with our infant son on a rare sunny day in October. He suddenly picked up the baby Duh. and dropped him over the side of the bridge. The very same spot. Yeah, <sighs> I know, I know. He said later he believed his infant son to be the Antichrist because of a birthmark that he was born with. He believed he and his child were responsible for the Gulf War and that the baby would infect humanity with a deadly virus. So he was saving the world.
1: What? what, Were they visiting
0: there? I think they were just taking a walk. I think they lived there. They don't live there?
1: live there but he's responsible for the for the I know, gulf, the gulf war. war
0: i yeah i don't know i wow yeah. so he was clearly unwell he was very unwell yes so he actually tried to follow he tried to jump off too but his wife was able to restrain him got I him fuck over that i'm
1: pushing you over yeah. sorry that's really wrong <laughs> excuse me take it back <laughs> cut that one out tara oh uh.
0: I'm not cutting that one out <laughs> that one's staying in there um but yeah for real i don't right oh, i i don't so she restrains him she's freaking out she's screaming she pulls him off they manages to get him over to the overton house but he grabs a kitchen knife he tries to slit his wrists but he's finally detained so went mother
1: He probably i'm gonna assume he went there with this plan because <sighs> something probably. like that usually doesn't just
0: doesn't just happen yeah yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't... I didn't dig into this particular story. Is this um, one of the only, like, suicides? They say that there's been other people that have jumped, mm. but this was the main one that it was just so... Just... Disturbing. God-awful. That yeah. I... But...
1: Well, I guess it's not a suicide. It's a murder. I take
0: right, that back. Right, Murder. And then there were other uh, attempts. And I think, from what I read, too, some people have even survived their attempt, obviously, to, to jump. I mean, 50 feet... Kind of yeah.
1: And this know. goes into the whole, you know, theory is like, is it the location or is the location, I don't want to say glorified, but it becomes yes. popular. Yes.
0: And that is like why I wanted to tell you this particular story, because it added quite a bit of fuel to the fire, obviously. It caused some people to believe that there's some sort of supernatural rift here. Because think about this, this is over in Scotland. And in local Celtic mythology and lore, the area is said to be a thin place where the spirit and material worlds are particularly close. Some people believe that there's something like truly there that's it makes people yeah. and animals. Yeah. Just suddenly have this thought of I'm going over the bridge. Yeah. Which is terrifying. Like I wouldn't even go near the freaking bridge no well i wouldn't have the no. house there's got to be other places you well, can and walk there's i'm wondering why
1: the bridge is still open like if i owned the house and the bridge i'd be like no trespassing put up a little sign <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah. i mean i i mean the angels are there but when i have people showing up at my house trying to kill themselves because they just threw their baby off the bridge you got to yeah. draw the line somewhere
0: you do yeah i would just sell True I'm sorry. I don't want to mess with it anymore. Yeah, for sure. No. Um. You know, one thing I didn't tell you. This might like help a little bit. Not that it matters, I guess. But Kevin was a lab tech, and unfortunately, eight years before this event, he had contracted myalgic encephalop- encephalopathy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he suffered from depression. So I'm I'm guessing that contributed to everything that happened.
1: Exactly. I mean, like I said, yeah. I'm wondering if. I mean, he had a plan, right? Maybe he was hearing voices. He was hallucinating. He heard of this place. Yeah,
0: I mean, one article that I read it, it mentioned paranoid schizophrenia as well. Yes. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure uh, that clearly, could mess if you he up. thought
1: that him and the baby yes. were the Antichrist, I would say, yeah, there's definitely some. There's
0: definitely something there. Yeah. Oh, it's just so That's really sad. heartbreaking. It very much so. I mean, the baby was only two weeks old. Oh. It's, it's just so sad. Um. Back to the bridge while they have psychics out and acoustic experts along with scientists like all of these different people from all over the world have come to try to... And nobody can definitively give a logical answer as to why it happens in this exact spot and typically only on a sunny, clear day. Dr. David Sands, a renowned animal behaviorist called on by the Dumbarton Council to investigate the bridge... Thinks it could be the perfect storm of just several factors combined, which basically just says like, we don't, we don't know. So we're just going to say it's everything all wrapped into a wand. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: And then somehow the sunlight comes down and it and just sunlight. activates like
0: the and triangle. It, exactly. It's like the Bermuda Triangle activated by sunlight mm-hmm. over in Scotland. On a ridge. Totally. Yep. Good. And then the Ghostbuster story comes into play.
1: Tap to. Yeah. <laughs> stories. Reasons why. <laughs> I
0: think both of those things combined <laughs> together. That's the answer. So, today they have signs up that clearly warn people to keep their dogs leashed and to use caution. So Thank hopefully, you. Jesus. Right. Hopefully it'll prevent more tragedy from happening. But as you and I know, there's a lot of people who do not want to leash their dog because they're assholes. I'm sorry, but we've had an issue with the dog walkers around here. And it's just, it's enough. Enough's enough. Like, put your freaking dog on a leash. Well, and
1: they're not friendly dogs. Like, our dog no. got attacked.
0: Yeah, your okay. dog got attacked. My dog got attacked by a dog in our own neighborhood that got through, that went through his invisible fence. Apparently it was cut But well, it was workers. not working. It wasn't working. So he was outside when he shouldn't And they have been. knew it wasn't working. They knew it wasn't working. No. He ran in and bit, bit right through Tucker's ear. This was just a couple of weeks ago. I mean, this is insane. Like, what is happening with people and their dogs? Like, I don't know. They just need to be responsible dog owners. They do. But, regardless of dog's personality don't want to see any dogs jumping over bridges so i don't know that's a
1: crazy crazy? story
0: it's crazy i know i was i was interested in this one i think because it's just so different than your typical haunted house or legend or ghost story like this is so unexplained so unexplained Yeah. yeah so
1: i want to visit there but i don't I'm not going to Scotland anytime soon, so I don't have to worry about
0: it. Well, I was thinking about that. I was like, well, if you two goes back on tour and we're anywhere near the area, <laughs> we have a couple of stops we want to make. Um, well, thank you for that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Very I'm different. I wasn't Very sure. different. I wasn't sure. As I even as I was writing it, I was like, ah, I hope this one goes goes well. You know how that is. I so do. sometimes you like tell a story and you're like, ah, I didn't love it. I do. I absolutely do. That's yeah.
1: why. Um <laughs> Next week, I think that you'll like mine. Oh, I'm
0: excited!
1: It's got a lot of history in it, you guys. I'm Just because I don't
0: know it, I don't know that one. And you know me, like for for me, it's hard to stump you with true crime stories because I feel like you've heard all of them several yeah. times, I and know. you can tell me how each like you're like oh yeah so and so did that one and this one and this one and this one and then I listened to that but I really like this version. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like oh and I'm god. So and
1: so wrote this book, and they're interviewed in this magazine. Yeah, I know you're really so bad. good,
0: but this is like my thing horror and hauntings and all of that stuff is something that I typically like I'm always like oh let me read about this or let me so for me not to know about this one I can't wait I agree
1: and I don't know if I'm gonna watch Halloween kills with you because I got called <laughs> into work oh, here it is here I got called <laughs> into work the other night and I'm not parked in the garage right now because you know Steve has all like this material being delivered so I can't park in the garage which is horrible because it's like 1 30 in the morning I get called in and I'm like all right I'm just gonna Start the car. I'm gonna unlock it. I'm gonna open the garage door. I'm gonna run to my car. Like I was so scared, and then I almost hit a raccoon on the way there. And then I I thought I was gonna die. And I thought that you know Michael Myers was gonna come out of the corn. I'm like, oh my god, just get to work. Like coming to work, like sweating, (laughs) out of breath because I'm like running through the parking lot, tripping. It was really bad. I was scared, and then I had to come back home. (laughs) I had to come back home, and I had to get out of the car in the dark at 3:30 in the morning, like. And it's dark here. Oh, there, there's there's no is. lights. Like we live out in like nowhere. Which should make you feel more safe. But instead I think of like Michael Myers like coming out of the car. Coming bush. out of the court. I don't know. It's so Aww. bad. I was like, oh my god, <sighs> I made it. I made it. I was like, close right. eyes, close the red, close <laughs> it you know what i'm talking about it's when funny but like, it's running. not because
0: it, i know like i know that terror i felt it a couple times yeah but for mm-hmm. no reason like there wasn't yeah. anything going you just on. usually freak yourself out but oh yeah i mean this is what we talk about every day so of course we're terrified oh, yeah
1: i'm like it's not a big deal it's not a big deal you're gonna be fine and then i'm like Run faster! it was really bad but anyways so we'll we'll see we'll see and then last night we did the the lights you know, at then go where it's at that? the pumpkin farm. It was great. It was fun. We um it was just me and the girls. We had a good time. But at the end, my lights were still off. You know, after you come yeah, out of the yeah. light show, and it's all like you're in the middle of this cornfield. Uh-huh. And Stella's like, "This is really spooky. I think someone's just gonna come out of the corn." And I'm like, "Shut up!" I'm like trying to turn the lights on right? as fast as I possibly can. <laughs> like, oh my can. god, I know that's what I think.
0: <laughs> Stop it!
1: And I'm like, it says five miles an hour. What do you think? Am are gonna get mad if I go ten?
0: It was really bad. Oh my god! I don't
1: know. It's weird, right? Because I can handle like any.
0: Like, real, like, people. Yeah. Well, I think for, for you, it's more real people doing these, like, creepy things. Yeah. Because, yes. like, Michael Myers isn't a ghost or, like, a... It's, he's a, he, he's he's a, a real a person. made up, but he's, like, a real person in the movie you know what yeah. I mean or like scream that's why I loved scream so much when it first came out because I was like holy shit this could really happen yeah like it was very real. real it wasn't like a oh that's the boogeyman he's made up or whatever even though Michael Myers is supposedly like the boogeyman and he walks so scary. fast yeah All the time. Did I tell you about the time Billy dressed up like him? And we went to this party. Oh, that would not be good. You can turn us off now if you want, but this is, this is really, this is a really good one. No, this is terrible. Oh my God. Don't do that. So he wore blue coveralls and the mask and you know, he's six foot three. Yeah. He's He's huge. Yeah. And so (laughs) we get to this party and it's, we were invited to this party in the middle of nowhere in Belvedere. I mean, we're surrounded by cornfields. There's a bonfire. We literally know two people at this party. So, like, all the other people there, they didn't know who we were. So, I, Billy's like, I got to grab my my beer or whatever out of the car. or I'll meet you up there. Just go ahead and walk up and say hi or whatever. So, I go in. I bring, like, our wine and our goodies, whatever the hell we brought. I can't remember. And I set it down. And they're like, they gave me a drink. And I walked out by the fire. And I turn. And I, I see, see, like, a group of people clearly scared they're talking amongst themselves they're looking at the cornfield they're like who the fuck is that who invited that guy like who is that like they're looking around counting all the people that they know and they're like that's not anybody that's supposed to be at this party Billy walked through the cornfield Mike Myers style and just stood there oh my and god. did the slow stare at everybody girl people were losing their minds cuz they were like who who is I this I would guy? have ran into the fire oh my god it was Awesome. So I
1: have, I lose all composure I, in those moments. I think moments. I was the
0: only one, though, that knew what was going on. Because the two people we knew were inside the house because they were hosting. So all these other strangers are like, holy shit.
1: I am the most composed person. You can, like, all the time, like, I will not lose my shit. But when something like that happens, like when yeah, I tried yeah. to kick the lady who opened yeah. the door at the other haunted trail. <laughs> like,
0: I just lost it. I Like, just... sorry you lost the <laughs> tooth. My bad. <laughs> Good job. Thanks for scaring me. <laughs> So <laughs>
1: oh anyways my best and favorite and worst most terrifying part of the year
0: well you know it's all in good fun
1: and next week i'm gonna terrify you because it's really scary
0: oh well now the pressure's on it's halloween week for you missy no. i got this i <laughs> got this? this all right well thank you for letting us indulge you with a few more crazy stories hopefully you enjoy you're enjoying the podcast rate and review I mean, we keep saying it. People really aren't doing it. I don't know <laughs> what the deal is. Do we need to offer something cool for you guys? Or can you just, like, hop on? I would love for somebody to just hit the five-star button, a review, and then just say, hey. Your we,
1: birthday is coming. Did, Everyone should do it for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: my birthday is coming. My birthday is the 20th. Please hop on there as a birthday Happy birthday. Happy birthday, and Five stars. Give us a review. Because, yeah.
1: You deserve it for all your
0: hard work. I do deserve it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. all right. Talk to you next week. Can't wait. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.